Well, hello, welcome to the edition of The Word with Jeff and Robin Pruitt. We are so glad to be with you today. You know, honey, is it's summertime is one of our favorite times of the year. Summertime is great, but fall is our favorite time of the year. And love to go see all the colors and all that kind of stuff. And it has been beautiful, but man, it's been hot. <laughs> I I feel like as if we're living in a different state or something like that because I I was looking at the the weather coming wow. up even through halfway through this month and I'm like are we in Florida or California what's going on I haven't checked it out but I'm, I'm thinking maybe it'll be just a long fall I can I can deal with that I, yeah that's nice what I like we- sweater weather. Sweater, 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 and it's, it hasn't been so. Well, break them out. It's going to happen no matter what. We live in Wisconsin, so. But again, we're so glad you joined us today. We know that you are busy, and a lot of things happen in your world, and we don't know what time you're. You're if you're you know live on Thursday nights, or if you you come in some other time during the week. However, you come in, but we are just so honored that you allow us into your world to speak some things that we feel are pertinent to you and to what God's saying to the church today. So thank you so very much and you can like and share this honey they can do that right you know it's so easy to do it's so quick to do and you don't even have to get off to do it you could just do it right now while you're watching it's just liking and sharing and and listen we love comments too so why don't you go ahead yes maybe go ahead write in where you're um watching from because we always think that is so interesting just to see um, not only people here in Milwaukee, but people across the country join in. And and this is your way. I say it every Sunday, but it's true. This is your way of being evangelistic by just hitting that share button and getting the word out on your timeline because you don't know who looks at it and, nope. and listens to this, watches this, and maybe they share it to somebody else. And and um, God you know, used great uh, how many times have you looked at stuff that you didn't, you know, someone sent it that shared it, you saw it, you might not have liked it or commented on, but you watched it in some, in some way it affected your life. Oh yeah, I've done that many times. I went away talking about it to other people as well. I might not have ever, like I said, acknowledged it to anyone, but I did. I did check it out. Right. So. Your downline is important. God gave gave them to you for a reason. We believe it's to share the gospel. So, now I, we we want to do this. We were talking about this um, a couple of days ago. Like, what do we want to talk about? Typically, we don't talk about that to the day of. But um, something was in my spirit, and um, I kind of wanted to talk about basically the power of our our tongue, our mouth, our confession, our declaration, because. We really believe that this is that that time, that hour that we're living in right now, that we really got to watch the things we say, and that God is uh, keeping careful watch over the things that we say as well. So um, on Sunday, I did a message, and um, the message was a little bit different than I would normally do. is a little more teaching than preaching, but it was really interesting to see these things break down. Um, for instance, every new year doesn't happen. Like for instance, for us, January one would be our new year in the, in the Gregorian calendar. But did you know that God actually has two new new years every single year? He has two new years and usually it happens at, but not usually it always happens at Passover and the atonement season. Well, we just hit Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the atonement season. Uh, the feast of trumpets happened right after that. So it lengthens that time period. Um, and that becomes a brand brand new year on God's seasonal calendar. That year is not 2021, but that year is 5782. So honey, we're actually in the 80s. The 80s are back. I said that on Sunday. The 80s are back. And so, um, but what's interesting about 82 is that 
because we're in the decade of the 80s, what does that actually mean? Because with God, I don't know, honey, if you knew this beforehand or not, I know we've talked about this before Sunday, but uh, with, with numbers, there's phonics, and then there is a numeric value to it, but also there's a pictorial. So God always gives a picture for every single number. Just like, for instance, like there's no, there's no, there's no actual letters. I'm sorry, there's no actually numbers in the numbers of God. They're actually letters, just like the Roman numerals were letters v i c l m that kind of thing so same is true with with god's with god's um, numbers as well and they all have meaning so the 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 number 80 is important because it is the it is the word pay pay so we're in the pays right now and um that's important because of how it breaks down what is meaning it's actually the, the pictorial of a mouth it's actually the pictorial of a mouth, and it means to shout or to declare in Hebrew. It means it means actually the mouth, to shout or declare or to prophesy, to speak, or to uh, proclaim. So we are in that time frame right now, prophetically speaking, of the decade of the mouth. And I found it interesting at the beginning of the decade of 2020, they, the first thing they wanted to do was put a mask over our mouths. And... Um, don't get us started on the mask because we 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 want to honor people and we don't want to get people upset. But we have our personal feeling on that. But we think everybody should have their own feeling of confidence and how they walk out their their life and what they they feel they're supposed to be doing. But but we do believe it was prophetic. It was a prophetic look at the beginning of the decade that the first thing that happened was they were trying to cover our mouths. And so we're called to express and to declare, especially being in the last days, because, you know, we are a prophetic people. Right. And there's so much going on in the world right now where, you know, people are saying a whole lot of stuff that probably shouldn't be said. And that's why, you know, we've got the, the word of God has so much to say over our mouth. It's got so much to say over you know, what we should be speaking. Mm -hmm. And even as I was just going through and putting, you know, putting my notes together, it's, it's, it, it's a great re reminder for myself of what am I saying? You know, sometimes we don't even listen to ourselves talk. You know, we can't always just, you know, you can't Could say you everything imagine? that pops into your head. Could you imagine a recording on the inner dialogue as well as the outer dialogue? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how we'd feel at the end of the day. Well, it all still adds up, doesn't it, honey? Yeah. Even if you didn't hear it, hear it, it's still leading and guiding your life regardless. That's right. Yeah. You know, Proverbs 18, 21, um, I like this version, and it says this, what you, what you say can mean life or death. Those who speak with care will be rewarded. And that's, that, 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 that scripture verse popped out to me so much because we got to be careful what we say, because, you know, if you're saying the right things, if you're speaking the promises of God, there is a reward that comes with it. But sometimes we are saying things mm. that we sit back and we go, why is my life? What's, what's going on in my life? Why is my life? I feel like I'm constantly just in this circle where it's just bad and things, you know, these terrible things are happening. What you need to do if you feel that way is what you said. Just record, put something on and, you're, and record yourself throughout the day and <laughs> you're going to get an idea of why your life is the way it is. Or just ask the Holy Spirit, 
Say, Lord, just, you know, show me what is it that I'm saying throughout my day? And he's going to show you and you are going to be shocked. And that way you can go. I mean, cause I, listen, I do it with my own life. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? Why is this happening? And I realized, well, wait a second. It's what I've been talking about. One day I recorded you. I think I recall. It was the worst, <laughs> meanest thing ever because we were, if we had just been in this argument <laughs> And I, I left the room or something and you came back in and, and girls, now listen, w- wives, you know exactly what I'm talking about where he, he came back in the room and he was just like, you know, that fight was, just, and just the way you were saying it, I was like, you are so condescending right now. You're not really apologizing to me. I just knew it. I just knew that there was still something. And you, you really aggravated me. So I went off. I'm like, oh yeah, now you just want to come in and you're going to act this way. And, bl-. and I'm going off. Right. And all of a sudden he pulls out his little tape recorder and he goes, let's just listen to how you sound. <laughs> he totally set me up to make me sound horrible. And, um, I was mad that he did that, but then I was like, wow. I'm yeah, just... you you you're the earful how you actually sound. And I, I did that because she she has a she has a little bit about her that she thinks she's a little bit better than me sometimes. And and are so we, are we doing marriage counseling? No, right I'm, I'm honestly I'm just being are just being truthful. Now? Well, I mean, we kind of a little <laughs> bit. Um, you feel a little bit like you know. I I think you feel that way. I don't think you do, but I have to fight that a little bit. Like you feel, I feel like you feel. You know, that what you say is the right thing. What I'm saying, I'm just mad. I'm just angry and I'm being mean. And I got to come back later and apologize. Come on, guys, help me out out there. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, we feel like we're always apologizing. But, but you know, I thought in that moment, I'm going to catch you. And I did. I got to yeah, go to that That was one. horrible. Because yeah, you know what? I, I found this thing that I, <laughs> that I had, I probably have had it for years. And it, it says it like this. Before you speak, think. And think is in the, the letters as an acronym. So T is, is it true? Before you speak, think, is mm. what I'm about to say true? Is it true to the word of God? Is it true to what is going on in the situation? Not just how I feel, but is it true? H is, is it helpful? You know, those, those arguments that we get into, is it helpful? I mean, what is it going to help by me, you know, yelling about this or, you know, or is it, is it helpful to the situation when I just lose it? When I just want to, well, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. Is it helpful in the situation? I is for, is it inspiring? Is what I'm about to say, when I'm about to speak out of my mouth into the atmosphere that is now going to direct it is now going to create my future. It's creating my destiny. Is it inspiring? Or is it something that is just going to bring the situation down? And is, is it necessary? Before you speak, is it necessary? Is it really, truly necessary for you to say what you want to say? Sometimes we go, well, I just felt better because I just had to get that off my chest. Was it necessary to get it off your chest or should you have just taken it to God? And K is for, is it kind? Yeah. Not, and not just, is it kind? You know, am I going to say something kind in this situation? But is it kind to say to yourself? Because we can be our own worst enemies and we can say and confess things over our own life that is just terrible. Mm-hmm. We say things, you know, uh, you know, I'm just, I remember, honey, when we started, 
just started out in ministry and it's, it's 30 years now of ministry that we're doing. And I remember for some reason, all I saw women ministers were all blonde and like, you know, a size four. And for some reason, I got that stuck in my brain of, well, I can't, I'm, I'm not called to minister because I'm not blonde and I'm not a size four. I was so unkind to myself mm -hmm. of just going, well, you know, if I was prettier, if I was, you know, now it's like, you know, if, if I was younger, if I was smarter, if I was this, if I was that, if I had the right clothes or whatever. And I, before I spoke, I did not think because I was not being kind to myself, which then created a pattern in my life of, you know, insecurities and all kinds of stuff. So I just, I, I thought that was so interesting that before we speak, we need to think. And we need to think is what I'm about to say going to align with the word of God? Mm -hmm. And is it going to bring healing? Is it going to bring victory? Is it going to bring favor? Is it going to bring health into my life? So you got to think. So it's an acronym. Write that down in the comments if you can. Um, maybe somebody already has, but true. Is it true before you speak? Is it helpful before you speak? Is it inspiring before you speak? Is it necessary uh, and is it kind? I think that's very, very powerful. The necessary part at the moment, if you're in the flesh, is going to feel like it really is necessary to say those things, especially when you're in traffic or you feel like you've been fronted off by somebody or, or disrespected by somebody. My God, they will not disrespect me. You know, that kind of thing. And so you want to say something. And so then you do. And yes, in the moment in your flesh, it may feel good. But then there's repercussions of the actions that you have. Because right. those, those words bring about a harvest. Well, in Matthew <clears throat> 12, and I, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I was going to, but out of the message version, um, it says in there, um, uh, let me, it says, let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. Mm. There will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Words can be your salvation. Words can also be your damnation. Wow. That's out of the message version. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it is so simple. It puts it out there plain and simple when it comes to our words, because we are creating um, an atmosphere of salvation uh, or, or, or we're creating an atmosphere of damnation by what we say. No, the, this is the message translation. Yeah. So typically we would use the new King James. I like, I like this one. Um, is this where Jesus says, I'm looking for it now, um, but for every idle word you will you speak, men will give an account thereof. Um, is that this one? Because I know they would say it differently here. No, I, no. well, maybe. I'll have um, to look it up. Regardless, Jesus does say this. He says that for every word that we speak, even though it, they may be, it may be an idle word, something that's not that important, the, the day will come that we will give an account for the words that we speak. Right. For every word that we speak, the Bible says, has meaning and it, it brings direction. And so there was, there, there was a repercussion. Something happened. It's like the pebble, pebble that goes into the water. There's a reaction to that. It doesn't just sink to the bottom, but it causes a ripple effect right. on the top. So um, I like, I liked, let, let me just say it real quick. The scripture you, you can find. So it says here, uh, there'll be a time uh, of reckoning. That's it. That's the one. Uh, words are powerful. Take them serious, seriously. Words can be your salvation. Words can be your damnation. Because the truth of the matter is, what we're talking about is that you actually get born again by the believing of your heart and the words that you speak out of your mouth. 
And then Jesus said, but he also can bring damnation to right. you by the things that you say. And I, don't, I don't believe that's just born again experience. Salvation and damnation happening here while we're on earth. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It can be a glorious life, a victorious life, or it can be a very frustrated life. Proverbs 6, 2 out of the NIV version says, you've been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. Because I, it, what... What I know I've done so many times is that I use my words to describe my situation instead of change my situation. Right. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to ask yourself, do I want pity or do I want power? Because mm. sometimes we want pity. So I'm going to tell you my, my sad story. And listen, let me just say this from the start. We're not saying you can never talk to anybody about a problem. Yes, you can. You have trusted people in your life that you can go to, that you can talk about situations. You can say, mm -hmm. hey, this, I just, you know, especially as women, we want to say stuff because it just feels good just to like get it out. But you can't just, don't do it on social media. <laughs> um, you can't just do it to anybody. You have trusted born again people that you can talk to that's going to pull you back in and say, okay, now for the situation that you're going through, let's get the word on this. Yeah. That's how you, that's why you can share your heart. But you've got to be careful because we, sometimes we just want that pity. Let me just tell you how much I don't have in my account. Let me just tell you right. how mean they are at my job. Let me just tell you how awful my spouse is. Let me just tell you my kids are crazy or whatever. And we're constantly talking about this. I got this bad doctor's report and, you know, I'm probably going to, you know, die of this or I'm going to have, you know, this for the rest of my life. And instead of, ta instead of saying, I desire more than pity, I desire power. And if I need power activated in my life, I've got to start speaking the right thing that is going to change my situation and not just talk about my situation. I think probably, I, by the way, I've never heard it put that way, pity or power. Um, but I think probably, um, I don't like to put stuff out there to be pitied. I don't like the feeling of being pitied. Mm. I want to be helped. I want some, I want to maybe be blessed, but, um, I, but I do see a lot of people that are into pity. I mean, they're really into it. They, they, the things that they post, um, not just the things they say, but might as well had went ahead and said it because, you know, it's being posted from them, their account. Well, this, this happened... <laughs> This, I, you know, listen, there's, there's sickness going around all that kind of stuff. Have you ever like you get sick and you're, you know, all of a sudden you, it's like, you want somebody just to take care of you, want somebody to just be like, oh, you don't feel good. Let me, I'm going to cook you a meal. I'm going to bring you flowers. I'm going to, are you okay? And I, I can't tell you how many times this happened to me. Like I get sick. And as soon as I do, like the rest of the family gets sick. And then I'm like, well, now I got to take care of everybody else who's going to take yeah. care of me. Ooh, so you do want that. Oh, you poor thing. And it, sometimes it just feels good in your flesh. You're tired, you're weak, you're, you know, you've been going through some stuff. You just want somebody to just come up and just pity you and just, you know, let me take care of you. Let me, you know, do this right. for you. Instead of getting in that routine, because it's easy to get in that routine. You got to rise up every well, time and just go, no, wait a second. I need power. I think what, what you're saying, what you're saying, what we are saying together is that it's the power of your words. Oh, yeah. Your declaration, your proclamation, your prayer. Um, because what I see people, they, they choose pity over power because they want to hear other people declare. Mm 
Oh, I understand, sis, or I understand, man. Uh, we're here for you. Uh, everything's going to be okay. They, 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 they soak up like a sponge yeah. all of the affirmation that somebody, that somebody else is speaking over them right. because they don't feel they have that same power in their own words. Right. And the truth of the matter is we should be speaking that way over ourselves. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to put something out there when people are going through something. Um, we have an elder, a, a pastor's wife that's going through, uh, she's a pastor, the church is going through uh, cancer in her body. And she's going to be fine. We know, but we believe God. And she made a decision to put it out there and let people know so they could pray with her and she could talk about what's going on. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's not, she's not a, She's so full of power she's and not, faith. She's yeah. not full of pity. Uh, she's always giving out to other people. Mm -hmm. But I am talking about people, and I think you know who you are, that's constantly, you don't believe the words you speak are strong enough right. over your life, so you try to pull from others. Right. You know? uh, Psalms 141.3, uh, the Amplified says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips to keep me from speaking thoughtlessly. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. How many things have we, do we say throughout the day that is just, we're just, we're, we're, um, the direction of our life is mm -hmm. going to follow our words. For sure. So we're putting these words out there and we're not taking thought. It's, we're very thoughtless when we, you know, start saying certain things in our life, you know, like, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll never get in shape. I'll, you know, right. uh, I'll never be able to get debt free. I'm not going to, you know, man. And we just say these things so flippantly and just, and thoughtlessly, we've got to be so tuned in to the words that we're mm -hmm. speaking because they're directing our life. They are going to either bring us victory or failure. And, and by the way, baby, this yeah. this works for everybody. This is oh, not yeah. just for the believer. It's even that much more for the believer, of course, for the glory of God to be seen in our lives. But the the, the unsaved, the, the people who don't know Christ, this is a principle God set up in the earth. Yes. For every single person to live and abide by that, what you but, but what you say is the direction of your life. Jim Carrey is one of those people just coming to mind right now who who made up his mind. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be a great comedian. Whatever he, whatever he said, he t tells the story and he did it. He did it when he was in debt and owed everybody and 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 had no money to his name. And here he is. Um, declaring these things and he wrote himself a, I think a million dollar check mm -hmm. if I'm getting the story right writes himself a million dollar check and says one day I'm going to cash this check well the day came he cashed yeah. that check and he became one of the famous most, most famous, famous comedians on the planet praise right. God uh, I will, I'm, I'm just going to say that not because I I'm not a Jim Carrey guy like that following him and we should listen to what he has to say what I'm saying is the principle works for all who so ever shall say to that mountain, be thou removed, shall speak to the mountain, be removed, be cast to sea, doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Exactly. Whosoever, he says, so you, when you speak, Jesus said, here's what you do. So in other words, it's a whosoever. Right. You know? And it go and it and it even goes beyond that to the next level of who is hearing you speak. Um, the people yeah. that are around yeah. you, Philippians, especially if you're in any type of leadership position or parental oh. position. Oh, as a parent, yeah. Philippians two fourteen and fifteen says, "Live a cheerful life without complaining." See right there, you got to watch. Are you complaining about your life? Are you complaining about your 
your situation? Right. Are you complaining about your health or your finances? With It says, live a cheerful life without complaining or division among yourselves. For then you will be seen as innocent, faultless, and pure children of God, even though you live in the midst of a brutal and perverse culture. With everything that's going on right now in our world, it says you can live an innocent, faultless, and, and pure children of God kind of life. And, and then it goes on to say, for you will appear among them. Who's them? Them, the people around you. For you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe. Mm. See, your children, those of you that have kids, and I'm not just saying little kids, they could be adult children too. Right. They're listening to what you're saying. They're listening, right. not just, you know, you on your Sunday speech, you know, when you're standing in the <clears throat> lobby at church or, or, you know, somebody comes up and goes, Hey, you're a Christian, right? Or something. And, you know, oh, praise the Lord. God is good all the time. He, right. you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and then you go back in your home and you're like, you know what? I just can't catch a break. You know what? This, you know, people are just crazy and I'm yeah. just, you know, so what it you're saying, you. your children you're creating your destiny, but you're also creating the destiny for your children because your well, children are going to say what you say. Honey, and bottom line is how many, how many, how, and we've seen this in our life over and over again. How many stories have we seen this, uh, you know, where parents um, talk openly about church matters or they'll say things about things they perceive at church and the, about the pastor behind his back, other parishioners behind their back, and then they feed their kids with this stuff. And what happens? Well, first of all, the kids start having a problem with the pastor. Now the kids got a problem with the parishioners that go to the church. And guess what happens when the kids get older and, and they can make a decision for themselves? They don't go to church. Why should they go to church? When it's a place where it seems like you're never happy. You always someone's always trying to cut you. And so I look at it that way too. It's not just the power of your words that way, but how it can affect your children's life by the things you say negatively, even about the church world. Right. You know? Right. I, listen, it, it there's things I would love to go back over time and you know, change and, you know, why did I say that? And why did I do that? And kind of a thing. And, and all we can do is go back and, and ask for forgiveness from the Lord. We can ask for forgiveness for, you know, whoever we've said it to and things like that, but we've got to get better oh, yeah. at ask, you know, just asking the Lord and say, Hey, you know, just, you know, help me to make sure that what is coming out of my mouth is glorifying to you and it is lining up with the word of God. But here's the thing. You got to get in the word of God so you know what to say. Right. You can't prophesy your future and you can't speak to those dry bones. You got Ezekiel. And the Lord says to Ezekiel, you know, I want you to say, I want you to prophesy and say to these dry dead bones, mm -hmm. this, this, and this. But, you know... If you don't, if you're not spending time with the Lord, if you're not spending time in his word, then you don't know what to say. So if you're struggling, you're like, well, I just don't know, you know, what do I do? Just ask the Lord, spend time with him, get in, get in his word and he's going to show you. Let me, you know, I wasn't going to do this right now. While you're but let doing me do that, do, get that ready. I was going to say this is that the bottom line is, honey, another thing we got to remind, remind people is that if you're going to speak, speak boldly. Yeah. Speak boldly. Speak with all your heart. And I believe that the decade of pay, uh, P-E-Y, the 80s, because we're in 5780s, 
82 actually, um, but the decade of the mouth, if we want to put it that way, is going to be about being bold in this hour. We're going to have to be bold about what God's saying to us, and then we speak it in boldness. We've got to be bold about the vision. We've got to be bold about the Word of God, because persecution is coming to the church more and more. And, um, and there's always the threat of the church being no more. Um, and they can shut you down on Facebook if they want to nowadays. They can shut you down on your website. They can shut you down in your church location. And so we we got to speak bold. Right. And because I think it's the boldness of God that's going to carry us through this time. You know. Well, you know, I I know that there are some things out there. If you say certain things, if you say that, um, let's pray for healing. Let's pray for health. It can get shut down. In America. In America. This is going on right now. This can happen. Um, I want to say one more thing, too, if I may. Yeah. I want you to show, oh, share this. But I want to say this because I have always stayed out of the politics. You know this. I've tried my best to stay out of it. I'm very opinionated. I have my opinion. I used to watch news all the time. I was a news junkie. I stopped doing that two years ago, almost two years ago now. And my life has definitely been filled with more joy and peace as a result of that. I've learned that I can't trust any news source. I have learned that I can't trust my government. I have, it's unfortunate. I know it sounds pessimistic, but it's really not. I have learned that um, I don't trust politicians. I learned that I can't trust a certain particular party um, or parties. Uh, I have learned that I must trust my God and I must trust his word. In these last days, this is what we're going to have to be doing. And, um, but I, how is, am I as a preacher, not, I, I have to speak up and I know it's going to make people mad. And some people have already left our church because I spoke up. I've prophesied certain things, which by the way, I believe will still come to pass. You just have to understand how God operates and how God works. But, and that's not what this show is about, but I just want to say that I, there are times where I'm going to have to speak and it will sound like it's political, but it's really not political at all. My job as a, as a pastor, prophet, however you want to look at me, my job is to speak truth to power. Honey, I got truth. It doesn't matter if it's the party I chose or not. Mm -hmm. I had to speak truth to power. And that's what the church is all about. And so sometimes it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And if I step on your toes, I step on your toes. It is what it is. It's, uh, that's why it's always been with me, but I've never done it in the political realm. But when we start seeing the stuff that we're seeing today come out of the White House, like we're seeing now, it's, it's unbelievable what we're seeing. But I, I believe people are waking up going, wait a second here. This is not what we were trying to buy into. This is not what we, we bargained for. And I'm seeing this happen right before my very eyes. Taking the power away from the people, uh, taking freedom away from peoples. And I, I can, you say, well, where am I going to get? I know people are going to say, well, they're going to they're gonna do it. They're gonna, you're going to get in there and you're going to start typing stuff and saying, well, show me the, I'm not doing that. I don't do the back and forth thing. That's not my deal. I don't like it. I'll enjoy it. And it's not my calling. But I will tell you what I feel. I feel by the spirit of God is that we have to stand up or our freedoms will be taken from us. Because we there's an evilness that is loosed in the land today, and it's the power of our mouth and the boldness that we speak that's going to get us through it. It it, it just reminded me of um, when we were youth pastors at the time, and we had uh, somebody that had come, and they brought their Bible, and they really they didn't like they didn't like certain things in the Word of God, mm -hmm. so they actually took a black sharpie marker and crossed. And crossed it right out. Out scripture verses that they, that didn't, they like. didn't like, and then highlighted the stuff they did. And how, exactly, and what is, and I really <laughs> feel like that is really happening today. That there, um, there are things that people are coming and going. Well, I don't like that in the Word of God. I don't think that that should be 
you know, that. Or maybe they want to interpret it their own way so that it fits according to what they like and how they want it to be. Right. And there's, you know, we just, we can't do that. We've got to stick with the pure word of God. All right, what do you have here? You, you know what? I, I wanted to bring this out because as we're talking about the declarations and we're talking about what what you say will create your destiny. And I had actually gone through, and I there's just, there's a bunch of these in here. And it's, the, the top one is faith declarations. I declare in the name of Jesus, I am, uh, I am victorious in life. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm a world overcomer. I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I have put my confession that's in there. And then on the next page that goes along with that is scripture verse. And then I take that, the scripture verse and I make it personal. My faith is the victory that overcomes the world. That's 1 John 5, 4. I will not throw away my confidence for it will be richly rewarded. That's Hebrews 10, 35. I have it on faith. I have it on family. I have it on health. You do know people are going to not want this. No, do it yourself. <laughs> Guys, you have to you come lazy up. lazy dogs. You have to come, I, I did my work. You do your work. And all well, it where is... Well, we're going to get some of the stuff at. Well, you know what? One of the things that I did was I looked for people... Oh, and then I was going to show you this too. Because sometimes... Where do we go, you know, to, to, if you don't have, if you got little kids or your life is really busy and you're like, how am I don't even have time barely to get into the word of God, let alone go through all this confession. And I don't go through every page every single day. But what I did was I put a little hook in the shower and I put this so that it hangs in the shower just like this so that I go, okay, while I'm taking a shower, nobody's going to bother me. I've got some time right now. I'm going to confess. I can talk as loud as I want because the water's running. I can just do that. So there's, there is time and places for you to do this. But I would find people, um, Terry Savelle Foy has a book of this called Pep Talk. It's wonderful. She did a lot Terry of this. Savelle F O Y. O Y. Okay. Um, she has a book. It's called Pep Talk. I got a lot of the declarations out of her book, and there's other people um, that I follow. It might be out of devotions. It could just be as I read a scripture verse, I can just change it to make it personal for me. And the other thing that I did was um, I took this book. is called a vision board, and you can just use a 99 cent. Um, notebook from the dollar store. You can do the poster board or whatever. Mm -hmm. right. And I started putting in here my vision for my life and for my family and for ministry so that I can go back and look over those things. And I, you know, the word of God talks about put that vision, make it plain mm -hmm. that you can read it and not only just read it, you got to speak it. When I go through these things, I have to say it out loud. It, it's okay for me to read it quietly and get it going over in my mind, that's great. And that needs to happen because I can memorize it that way. I can do certain things. Jeff and I resolve conflicts quickly and respectfully. 
I told that's you. That's a good one. To, that's a good I one. I told you. <laughs> I'm directing my life, <laughs> and I have to think, is it necessary? Is it good? Um, so it, there, you need to write down a vision for your family, a vision for your life, a vision for your health, a vision for your finances. You need to find scripture verses on it. And listen, today we have internet. We can You can Google anything mm, yeah. and everything. Scripture verses on healing. Take those scripture verses and maybe just read the scripture verses as is, write it down, or maybe, like I said, change it to make it personal. Put your name in there so that as you are hearing it, you are directing your life. Well, we're, we're not, not, I'm I'm not saying we shouldn't, they shouldn't do that, but you know, they're going to research it anyways. They might as well research it on our own website. Son, is there a possibility to put that on? That that that's what we should do. We'll 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 get this and we'll put that on our website. So how many um, how many of you would like us to put it out there on their website so you can make a copy comment? It let us know. Because if not, we won't do it. But if you want I think, it, no, I think say it right now. Put it on their hands up. Please me. Yeah. Um. And this is just part of it. I I need to get a couple more that's um put together and everything. But I'll just give you. This right here, what I have, and that'll be a starting point for you. Now, I think there's going to be a female perspective, just so all fairness to the guys. But it, but do what I did. But I you, just but you can take it. You can just change it to yeah, what you want you to know, make so. it fit for me. So yeah, very powerful. Well, that that again, th- that that confession of your tongue is is making a, a pathway for your future. Right. And if you don't speak those word seeds, then you don't have a harvest for your future. Right. Everything's about get, the harvest for the future. Get a vision of your children coming back to God. Or maybe if they're little Amen. right now, get a vision for their life. Uh, let me just say, what is happening in the world today where we are leaving up, um, you know, for chance of who our children are? A- in other words... Um, we're leaving it up to our child to determine, do they want to be a boy or a girl? We're leaving it up to the school systems to tell us, I know Chicago school systems, you know, are saying that in, um, kindergarten, we're going to teach sex ed. We're going to teach eight year olds what, um, basically we're going to teach them different sexual, um, uh, you know, we're going to teach them oral sex. We're going to teach them uh, how to use a condom. Eight years old. You what know, child needs to know these things? But what is happening? Yeah. I just want to say this real quick is yeah. that I know we have teachers that are in this church that watch us as well. And I, I have had people say, teachers, well, that's, I don't understand what, where, because that's not happening in our school. No. We understand it doesn't happen in every school. But if it happens in one school, that's one too many. And right. that sets a precedent for other schools to adopt those types of programs for their schools right. to teach children. And we really feel kids don't need to know anything about this stuff until they're of age. What, what is that? Well, that's, I think that, that that's, should be determined by the parents. Right. And that's where get a vision. You know what? Uh, listen, as, as odd as this is to say, but put it as a part of your vision. My son is a boy. He's a man. He's going to grow up to be a man of God. You know, I'm not going to let him decide when he's five years old, if he wants to wear makeup and nail polish, that that is going to be, you know, that's all right. If you want to, you know, be a girl, that's go ahead. You speak out of your mouth. God has created you to be this. Mm -hmm. This is who you are now. This is who you will become as you grow up. 
you got to just don't leave it to chance. Don't leave it for somebody else to make and decide and give direction for your children. You do it. Is it going to take you some time? Is it going to take you energy? Is it going to take you confessing some things? Yes, it's worth it. But you got to do it. Don't leave it up to, well, somebody's going to teach them anyway, so I'm just going to let it happen. No, 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 no. Get in the Word of God. Prophesy to over your children. Prophesy to your children. Prophesy over your spouse, over your job, over your health, over mm-hmm. your body, over your your destiny, your future, the things that God has put on the inside of you. You've got to just let it come alive by what you are going to speak. You know, um, my mom always said, and I think every mama used to always say this: if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. If you don't have anything good to say in this That's situation, right. don't talk. That's right. Until you can get the word of God on <clears throat> it, until you get a revelation, and then you got to begin speaking, and declaring. Amen and amen. Yeah. Honey, our time is already out, but man, I feel like this is very powerful. I feel like people are getting it. I feel like this is going to be something that's lasting. That you'll be able to get these materials online um, uh, as soon as you see this broadcast. It'll be made available to you. And I'll, I'll tell you, it's life-changing stuff. It will definitely, definitely, definitely help you. And pr- again, provide that way for your future. And they need to listen. Go back and listen you know, to that message that you preached. Um, well, I don't know. I don't remember what the date was. The third, October 3rd. Mm. Listen to that. Get that alive in your spirit because it is very important about this mouth and about what we are speaking in, specifically in the time that we're in right yeah. now. But you're awesome with that. So. Thank you, baby. Let's declare, Father, in the name of Jesus, with our mouth, we declare over the people, Lord God, that, that are watching us, Lord God, whether they come to this church or not, they're just people that, that have tuned in, whatever. But we declare with them your goodness. We declare with them victory over every battle. Lord, there are many, I just sense right now, so many people are going through battles. Um, and But I, I hear the word Lord saying, remind them it's it's a battle. It's not the entire war. And you're going to get this, you're going to have victory over this battle. I hear the Lord saying the battle battle's not yours. The battle is the Lord's. Let God fight for you today. Angels of God, we release you even now in Jesus' name to go on assignment to help, Lord God, uh, angels of God, help now in this situation and push back the darkness, push back the demonic harassment and activity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that victory will come in short order. In short order, it's not going to be a, a battle forever. No, we, de- we demand now, right now, that this be put to the top. And yet God himself is going to deal with the issue for the battle's not yours, but it is the Lord's. In Jesus' precious name, we release our faith, Lord God, and thank you for the people of God being encouraged by this particular podcast. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can like. You can what else? You can share. You can share. You can let people know about it, however you want to do it. And uh, we're again, we're honored to be able to come into your home, maybe in your friends' homes as well. Praise God. Well, yep. until next time, we will see you on The Word. God bless you. Yep.